Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld. Welcome to the Science of Selling podcast, the place where you get actionable sales insights that are backed by hard science. I am your host, David Huffeld, and today we're going to talk about a little bit of an unusual topic for us. We're going to talk about how do you find a good sales job? And this topic comes in from one of our most loyal listeners, Ray. Ray is a great salesperson who I've had the privilege of training, and he's in the hunt for a new sales opportunity. And he recommended this as a topic he would love to hear more about. So we're going to dive into it today. And that brings up something before we do that I want to mention to all of you. And that is in a couple episodes, we're going to be doing kind of a your questions session. And so if you would like to have a question answered or like us to address a specific topic, feel free to reach out. You can email us at info, I-N-F-O, at huffeldgroup.com, info at H-O-F-F-E-L-D-G-R-O-U-P.com. Just put podcast in the subject line, submit your question, and in a few episodes, we are going to tackle a bunch of them. Let's dive in to today's topic. And as we do, we're going to talk about what are some things you should be on the lookout for or think through as you look for a, a new potential opportunity for those of you who are in the hunt right now or could be in the future? And we're also going to briefly talk about how can you ace a sales interview? I'm going to give you some tips here because I have hired, boy, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of salespeople. I don't even know how many, it might be thousands at this point. I teach sales leaders, how to hire the right people for an open sales position. And so let me give you some things that you can work on that will help you ace a sales interview. But let's dive in and let me share with you five things I would recommend you thinking through and looking at when you're looking for your next sales opportunity. Number one, a company you believe in. And what I mean by that, a company that has values that match yours. And the reason this matters is there's a lot of evidence that shows this is one key factor in longevity. In other words, when you have a company you're working for and their values match yours, you're far more likely to stay with that company over the long term. You're not going to want to leave or you're less likely to. So what does that mean real simply, real tactically, when we say making sure it matches your values, the two things I'd recommend you think through. Number one is ethics, which is the most obvious, making sure they're an ethical company. But the second one is also important and a little more nuanced, and that is that they align with your personal values. How do they treat their people? How do they view salespeople? Just that alone, there's a lot of diversity on that. I know I've worked for companies in the past, before I got into sales training as a seller or sales leader, where some of them, you know, really thought highly of salespeople and it was really an elevated uh, part of the company. And other companies I've worked for, it was kind of thought of almost as a necessary evil. So, obviously, as you know, uh, with my perspective, one of those positions lines a lot more with the way I think about selling and how important it is than the other. And so that will create some 
friction, and it, it did, and so it will for you as well. So to think through some of your personal values on how you treat customers and does the company align with that, and it can even be very personal things like right now, as we're in the, the summer of 2021, a big topic is working from home. There's a lot of debate around that. So if you're looking for an open sales position, if that's something that's important to you, maybe you want to have more work from home than going into an office. That can be a key factor as well. Or maybe you want to be in an office and be around others. Thinking through what are my personal values? What are those things that I really value that I would like to see if the company I work for in the future, if we were aligned in that, starting to think through that before the interview process even begins or before you get deep into looking at companies can help give you a way of qualifying those companies. So let's go to number two, and that is a favorable career path that's in line with your goals. Here's what I mean by that. I would like for you to think through, if you haven't already, how would you like your career to evolve over the next one, three, five, ten, or even more years, depending on where you are in your sales journey? And think through, what do I want to happen? Am I comfortable staying in the position that I'm interviewing for for a long period of time? Or do I want a clear career trajectory that I want in the next number of years to work hard and to have the opportunity to earn advancements. Some people, depending on where they are in their career, might be extremely satisfied with staying in the position they've applied for. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's kind of where you are in your personal and professional goals and how aligned that position you're interviewing for is, is aligned with those goals. So there's nothing wrong with not wanting to skyrocket to the top. The view isn't always a lot better from there. It's just it's just different. So it depends on what you want. Or if you say, you know, David, I really want to move up and move up quickly. Because if that's one of your big goals is to move up and grow into different positions in sales, then you want to be very cognizant of that as you begin looking at companies to make sure there is that career path. Otherwise, you're very likely to get frustrated as you get deeper into your career and you won't be satisfied. So think through that. Number three, product or service that energizes you or at least that you don't find boring. When you're selling, you are engaging with whatever it is you're selling all day long. You're talking about it. You're trying to get other people interested in it. You want to influence them around that product or service you're selling, boy, does that matter. In fact, it matters a lot. And what I found is over the years, it's best if you enjoy the product or service you sell, that you at very least don't find it boring. I don't know how many of you are fans of the old NBC show. It's not that old, but called The Office. Remember The Office with Steve Carell, this group of employees for Dunder Mifflin that worked in Pennsylvania. Jim, I remember on the first episode of The Office, he's talking about paper and what he sells and his job. And towards the end of the description, which only lasts a few seconds, he goes, and I'm boring myself, right? He did not like talking about paper. He was bored by it. If that describes you, when you look at a company or a product, it doesn't energize you. In fact, it bores you out of your mind. Uh, don't take it. Right? You don't always have to be in love with what you're selling 
but you do have to not be bored by it. Otherwise, you're not going to want to get into it. You're really not going to want to understand the product. And it's going to, you're going to feel some friction as you start talking about it all day long, every day. So give that some thought. And if possible, try to find something that's aligned with really what energizes you, or at least what you enjoy learning about. Number four, a great sales leader you can learn from. This is important too. When you are looking at a number of different companies that you could join, look at who you'll be reporting to. Is this an individual you can learn from? Is this someone who is really just going to help be a great mentor to you and help you improve even more? Is this someone you'll enjoy working with? Because having a wonderful sales leader can be a really powerful thing. And a lot of studies confirm this as well. People don't leave companies that often. They leave their leaders. They leave their managers. There's nothing that can demotivate a salesperson more than a bad sales manager. So you want to avoid them. I've been privileged over the years to get to know so many great sales leaders. In fact, we have some our clients that we have done recent things with, and I just look at their sales leaders and I'm just so impressed. So there are so many great sales leaders out there that you would love to work with. They're great people. They're honest, have integrity. They're knowledgeable. They really care about helping their people succeed. They view your success as their success. They're highly attuned with what you want to achieve. Look for those kind of people because when you work for them, it will make your work more enjoyable and it will help you perform at your very best. And number five, look for a company who invests in and rewards hard work and success. This matters, especially in sales. You want a company who's going to reward that extra effort that when you put into improving yourself and growing your sales results, that they're going to reward that. They're going to honor that. And some companies do this amazingly well and others not at all. So think through that. How important is that to you? And then see if the companies you're looking at are aligned with it. Now, all that being said, let's flip it a little bit and talk about how you can ace a sales interview. I've done so many of these over the years. And when I think about throughout my sales career, I've participated in many as a seller interviewing for jobs. Let me give you three quick things you can do That'll help make sure that when you interview for a job, you really want that's aligned with where you want to go in your career, a great company, great sales leaders, products and services that energize you, that you're able to land that. Number one thing you can do, demonstrate a growth mindset. We've talked about growth mindset in a previous podcast. Check that out if you haven't already. But a growth mindset is the belief that you can improve your sales skills with hard work and great training. So demonstrating that. In interviews, it's not about just talking about, oh, I love to read sales books or I love to you know, improve my abilities. It's demonstrating it, talking specifics. Anytime, and I know this for the majority of great sales leaders I know, anytime they hear someone talk about how they're actively taking responsibility for their career and trying to get better and grow, it is extremely impressive. And everything else being equal, that's the person they're going to choose to hire and bring on their team because they know it's going to be easier to coach them. It's going to be easier to train them. They're hungry to learn. And that's who you want on your team 
as a sales leader. So demonstrate that growth mindset. And we have a lot of great content on that. If you want more, check out that podcast or on our website, huffelgroup.com. A lot of resources you can access at no cost. Second thing you can do to ace a sales interview is demonstrate persistence in overcoming obstacles. Success is hard. And every sales job and role has challenges, has obstacles that you're going to need to push through. So demonstrating, talking about when you're being interviewed and they ask you questions, talk about how you have overcome challenges, demonstrating that drive. Why does this matter? Because sales leaders know this is a major predictor of retention rates. Right. Oftentimes it's challenging to come on board to a new company. There's a lot to learn up front about their sales environment and their product and service. It's a lot and it takes a while to get ramped up. So there's a lot of challenges. And then in the normal day to day of selling, there's constant twists and turns. One thing about selling is if you're doing it right, it's not boring because there's always new situations, new challenges that are being thrown at you. And so demonstrating that you have a history of overcoming and pushing through obstacles, that you have that drive, that grit, that persistence. Sales leaders love to hear that because just put yourself in their position. That's who they want on their sales team. Those are the kind of people that when stuff comes up, they don't shrink back, they push forward. They pursue those goals because what does a sales leader want from their perspective? They want to bring someone on their team who's going to make them look good, who's going to set them up for success, right? Who's going to be easy and enjoyable to work with, who's going to achieve all the objectives that they give that salesperson. And the final thing I'll share with you is ask great questions. We talked a lot about asking good first, second, third level questions. Well, you can do this in an interview. In fact, this is probably one of the most underutilized tools that salespeople can leverage when they're being interviewed. And that is questions. I can remember probably more than 10 years ago now, I was working with one of my clients and I was involved in some of the final interviews. They had narrowed it down to a few people and I went through and kind of selected the top three. And then I had each of them meet with sales leader at the company, the top person to get the final sign off. So one of them was Linda and she was probably the best salesperson I've ever worked with. She was phenomenal. She came in and aced the new hire training, which was challenging. And then she went out and became one of the top performers in company history. And she was amazing. But in the interview process, I mean, I identified that that we're talking about a superstar here. So I kind of talked to the sales leader and said, okay, we want to bring her in. I think you're going to like her. So Linda comes in and the sales leader asked her two questions. And then Linda started asking him questions. And she took control of the interview in the most non-confrontational, easygoing way. He didn't even realize what was happening, but she was asking all these great questions and and he was getting so engaged. He started talking to her about all parts of the business, even sharing some things. A couple of times I looked at him like, I don't think you're supposed to be saying that, right? He was sharing details and this person wasn't even an employee yet, but Linda masterfully was able to use questions. I mean, it was at the highest level I think I've ever seen in an interview. I was just amazed at how beautiful this was, her ability to ask questions. And so after the interview, he looks at me and goes, oh yeah, you were right. She was awesome. And I'm like, awesome. You realize what she just did? I said, 
she interviewed you. And he smiled and laughed and he said, yeah, I, I guess that's true, isn't it? And he was a great sales leader, but she was so good at asking questions in the sale that when she brought that skill to the interview process, it was just an enjoyable experience for him. Even though she controlled the interview, he enjoyed himself and was so impressed and was just giving her all kind of information about the company and how they sold and, and their projections. And I share that to say, not that you need to go to that level, but if you can ask some relevant questions, some great second level questions, not only are they powerful in the sale, but they're also powerful in the interview process. So use those because the person who's interviewing you sits back in his or her chair and says, that's a good question. And then they respond, they're always going to think more highly of you. Now you're engaging them and you're demonstrating a very mission critical sales skill. And that is the ability to ask great questions. And we've covered a lot of ground today talking about how do you find a great sales job? What should you be looking for to really find a position you're going to love and be happy for those of you who are looking and if you do go on that interview, what are simple things you can do to really set yourself up for success and make sure that you're the person that they'll see a lot of value in and they'll go, I want you on my team. As a reminder, in just a couple episodes, we're going to be doing that Q&A session. So feel free to submit your questions, info at huffeldgroup.com. So all that being said, there's only one thing left to do, and that is for you to get out there and sell something. I'll see you next time. Thanks so much.